Welcome or welcome back to Lift You Up Inspiring Health Stories. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham. I'm the founder and chief storyteller of TB Media Group. But for the purpose of this podcast, I am your health and happiness matchmaker. Now, before I introduce you to today's guest, you know what I'm going to ask you to do. Hit subscribe on YouTube and connect with me on LinkedIn. You know I'd love to stay connected with you. Now, today I am talking to a man who has been vegan for 22 years, raised a vegetarian, and he is one of only four bodybuilders who earned his pro card as a vegan. His name is Tori Washington, and you don't want to miss this episode. Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want. It is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker. All right, so today I am so excited to finally meet, virtually at least, Tori Washington, an IFBB pro, a vegan for many, many years, and I'm sure a man of many other talents. Thanks for being here. Hi, Tori. I appreciate it. Thank you so very much. It's, it's an honor to be given the opportunity to share my journey, my story with people around the world, around the country, and just show that you know you can be whoever you want to be and be compassionate while doing it. Yeah. So, well, thank you. I thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. So good. You 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 led me right into it. We're talking about your journey and your story. So you sent me over your bio, and as I'm reading this, I didn't realize that you have been vegan for 22 years. Yes. Yes. Okay, so we got to dive into that a little bit more. How did it, I mean, were you raised vegan? How did this start? I was raised vegetarian. Okay. And my mother, her reasons for raising us vegetarian, me and my brother and I, was due to her religious upbringing, her lifestyle that she chose. You know, she was, of course, brought up Catholic because from being Jamaica, Jamaica was a lot of Catholic, but she ended up changing her religious beliefs into Seventh-day Adventists. And as a Seventh-day Adventist, they are very much into something called the health message, where they wanted to mirror the food that was given to the people in the Garden of Eden. So therefore, we're eating from the earth. And so this basically was the starting point for my going to vegan, but vegan really didn't come about until I lived in Jamaica and coming back from Jamaica, living back in South Florida, a lot of my colleagues were Jamaican, friends and relatives. I started hanging out with them more and then I started to really research Rastafari because, you know, started getting into Rastafari, reggae, grew the locks and mm -hmm. Bob Marley and all of that. And next thing you know, here I am saying, yeah, man, I think I want to eat Ital food, just be a true Rasta. Basically the message behind Rasta is inclusive of all and ital is another way of showing that you're connected with the most high by eating of the earth 
using no salt, no sugar, eating using utensils from the land. But these are the true Rastas that are living in the bush in Jamaica. You know, they live up in the hills, they create their own building, their own home, and they use natural utensils. Say for example, you have a coconut shell that as your bowl, you know, so things like that. And so what I started to realize here is that a lot of Rastas would just want to be Rasta because, you know, not necessary to be cool, but some people looked at it as it's a cool way to be, you grow the locks. But it was a lot of Rastas who still plain Rasta, but ate chicken and still ate fish. And I and I didn't want to be associated with a hypocritical Rasta. I said, you know what? My integrity is more important than me just claiming something. So I said, let me go all the way and make sure that no dairy, no eggs, wasn't anything that I'm eating because I started doing that and it was like a lot of people started asking me how do I eat and I would tell them and then they say oh you're vegan like what is that I had never heard that terminology because in my culture in my upbringing in my environment that's not you know you don't see that or hear about that in our culture vegan like what you know right. it was weird and so I had to kind of study that. And so, mm -hmm. and how long ago was that that you made the change from vegetarian to vegan? Nineteen ninety eight. Okay. Yeah. So nineteen ninety eight. Twenty two years. Okay. So even prior to that, so you have actually never eaten meat at all in your entire life. No. So there, there is a little small window. We left to go to Jamaica around eight or nine years old for me and my brother was two years younger and so when we went to Jamaica the reason we went to Jamaica um, our, our mother was looking for a way to facilitate her being able to provide for us better financially so her parents were said to her hey send them here they can live with us go to school you can get yourself together and so being a single mom she did that and of course now her grandparents are like all right they're living with us. We don't know what vegetarian is. Right. So they're going to eat what we give them. And we're like, what can we say? We're like, all right, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, the, I've had curry chicken, curry goat, cow tongue, you know. And the only thing my mom really pushed on to not to give us is pork. And so we did that for that time. We lived there almost three years going to school. Then we moved back to South Florida and still carried on with this a little bit, but then I eventually said, you know, I wanna, I took it the full way because I started getting into the Rasta and then I started reading. Right. So what was really the reason, you know, you came back to South Florida, you know, you continued eating meat a little bit and then you fully made the change. What was the reason? Was it really the inclusivity, you know, mindset? Was it health? Was it a combination of a few things? Oh, it was none of that. So it was not oh, health. Yeah. It wasn't animals. It wasn't the environment. It was really strictly integrity. You know, I didn't want to be someone who said I'm Rastafari, you know, but I'm still eating chicken or eating stuff that has dairy and eggs in it. So I wanted to make sure that I'm strictly all the way Rasta. But now when it comes to vegan, I'm all for it. I'm the environmental, for the animals, for health, you know, and for the betterment of humanity. So it's just an evolutionary process that occurred that allowed me to become and be where I'm at now. 
I've only educated myself in the last two, three years on really what it means to be vegan, the benefits not only for my health and just other things. I think it's something that's now growing in popularity, growing because people are seeing the health benefits, the benefits of the environment. Like, there's just more education and resources right. in general. Did you find that at that time, were there others that you knew who were living this way? Was there, how did you find your information and educate yourself? You know, that was interesting because it took a while because of course in 98 and I was just, I was, you know, still in college. So I was at Tuskegee, but what helped was Auburn, Alabama was nearby. And of course, you know, you have a lot of people there who are into it. And so they had even natural grocery stores and Kroger ended up growing and having this green wise section, not like a green wise, but like a green section. It was difficult in the sense that, you know, when I would go out with people, of course, because your friends always want to go out, they always, they're always intrigued. Okay, what Tori's going to get? <laughs> it was typically a salad or some pasta. But of course, people still saw me and I thought that I was still living, still doing fine. And and now when they see me, Tamika, these same people, they look at me differently. Like, Yo, you don't age. You look like you did back then. You know, because I'm having people come around and ask me questions now on how yeah. to be vegan and what have you. Yeah, and we're going to get to that. I'm going to say you're the third person now that I have interviewed on the podcast who has been vegan for 15 years or, or more. All three of you, like, look half your age. I don't even know what your age is, but the fact that you said you've been vegan for 22 years, you know? So there's something to it, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> so when did bodybuilding come into the picture? So... You know, it's interesting. Go from a mom who is abused, tossed out a window, that's never been said it before. So you get that first. And I'm sorry to hear that though. I was five years old, so we left. She became a single mom. We moved to Jamaica with an Alabama accent. So now we're living in Jamaica and the kids are like, what the heck is wrong with you guys? Why do you sound like that? And I'm light skinned. I was lighter than I am now. So we look like these bougie little kids. So we got picked on a lot. I bottled that anger. I didn't know how to release it because all the kids are picking on me. So me and my brother just kind of stayed to ourselves. And then I started to, I don't know why. I think I wanted to embody the comics and cartoons that I was watching and the, the Wolverine and the Superman, cause you know, you, you, you think if I was Superman, no, none of them kids could mess with me. So I just wanted to do that. So I started, my grandfather was an electrician and he had this iron weight and I just started picking it up and curling it, started doing crunches. I don't even know where I started doing that, push-ups. And then I got into Arnold Schwarzenegger movies and then I moved back to the States. So now I've already acclimated to Jamaica come back to the States, I got to do it again. Picked on again. Yo, you, you sound like you came from the, a banana boat. Why you sound like that? Started reading more on Arnold Schwarzenegger. I saw his story and he started bodybuilding. So I just started bodybuilding because I said, you know what? That looks like how you create that physique like Superman and Wolverine. 
And I started doing that and I started working out. Next thing I'm working out with um, in high school, high school, middle school, middle school, I started, started working out. And I remember I started wanted to, I actually wanted to compete. I started reading up on training, how to lift bodybuilding. I was, I was a student. I was reading, 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 reading everything I could. And then one of my friends, we were working out a lot together and he ended up competing, but I never did. I kind of let it go because he dropped out of high school to, st- to compete. And I was like, well, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> I kept trip training and then I started doing track and field and getting more friends and what have you. And started growing my locks, started reading more about, you know, Rasta. And then I graduated and went to college. In college, I was still doing track and field. And then I started engineering and the engineering. So all this time I'm still working out, but I'm not bodybuilding. I'm just working right. out still. And people are asking me like, you know, they can't believe I'm looking like that. And I had always started training people too. I was training people in high school. And once I got into the workforce, just to make it quick, one of my colleagues from Florida, he called me, he was like, hey man, one of our boys is competing in Atlanta. And I said, really? I didn't even know he compete because I would go to competitions just to see these bodybuilders that I was reading about. And I went to his show. And Tamika, when I saw him on stage, he finally won his pro card. And then he came off stage. That blew my mind because he was exactly like these statues and these superheroes I see in the comics. And I said, I want to look like that. I thought I looked good at the time until I saw him get off that stage. And I said to him, I said, I want to compete. His thing, his first response was, but you're vegan. I was like, don't seem to stop me now. What the, I don't get, okay. And he was like, all right. And that was it. 2008, we started working out. Started actually training for that. And in 2009, I did my first show. Did you know any other vegan bodybuilders? No, and that's the thing, you know, because I always get that, that I, I don't always, but I get that question every now and then about who inspired you when it comes to like any vegan athletes. I wanted to just do a competition. I even said, you know, I don't want to last, get to the end of my life and say, man, I wish I had or would have, should have, could have. I want to say I did it. And my goal was really just to do it, just to say that I finally did it. I didn't realize it was going to turn into all this. I didn't look up other vegan people. I actually just started training, competed, put vegan in my bio, and people were like, what? You're vegan? How? And next thing you know, I'm just getting better and better, winning shows, staying in the top three of all bodybuilders in that time. People are like, well, who is this guy? How is he doing this being vegan? And next thing you know, vegans hype me up. Look at this person. <laughs> He's vegan. See? And now I'm like, oh, I'm going places. People want to take photos with me. And, hey, can you come speak at this event? Oh, okay. I, several years ago, had gotten into bodybuilding, so I'm familiar with the culture, the diet, how a coach will teach you to, you know, your cardio, your weights, your meals, and the whole thing. So did you know how, like, how did you figure out the nutrition and the diet? Because you had a friend who looked great, but he wasn't vegan and bodybuilding. Was there, I mean, how did you figure out how to put that plan together for you not necessarily having somebody to model it after? 
So the irony of that all, I didn't do anything but lower my food intake. You know, I was eating cold cut, vegan cold cuts, sandwiches, you know, eating this, eating that, you know, frozen burritos, all that stuff. I was eating, you know, chips and what have you and fruit and stuff. And I still relatively to him was pretty lean, you know, to most people. But then when I look at those pictures from then and now, I'm like, I was not lean. Nah. People like people will look at it and say, hey, you were shredded. You look good then. Oh, I just basically lowered my caloric intake. I didn't track it or anything, but I just said, okay, can you have, if I'm not going to have 40 chips, I'm going to have 20. And I just slowly did that until I started to see the change in my physique as I started getting leaner. And that's how I just kept doing it. But yeah, in the beginning, it was, it was really archaic. It was almost not sustainable because of the way that you're, you know, you're doing it. And even the whole water intake thing was different than the way I do it now. You know, it was to a point where the last day you're not drinking any water and that's hard. But now that has all changed, you know, I understand the body a lot more. So fast was... forward to now, because you said, hey, it's kind of ballooned into all of this. What is all of this? Oh, well, so. <laughs> You know, like I said, I was an engineer at Honda and going through the, the ropes, you know, going to visit suppliers, doing this and the other. And then these social media platforms came out, Facebook, Instagram, what have you. And I, you know, I was on there, but not really maximizing my potential on there, just really just putting stuff up. And, you know, just from that, I, I was getting noticed by people who wanted to showcase my, my life because as an example to others, who didn't think it was possible to build muscle like that while eating only plants and fruits. And at the time, no supplements at all. I wasn't taking protein shakes, I wasn't taking branched chain amino acids, I wasn't taking creatine, I wasn't doing none of that. From there, I had a magazine cover here, a magazine cover here, there, an article all over Facebook. People said, why are you still working? You're famous. I'm like, well, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what what do you can think famous is. You know, I'm not getting paid for that stuff. <laughs> so I had to slowly. Then I, what transitioned me is I started to work with people as as well, putting getting them on competition in competitions and doing well, winning and what have you. That led me to you know this hobby that I have of designing people's physiques is actually pretty good, and so I decided to move to South Florida. I actually moved back. And after, that was like 14 years, well, college plus four, 14 years of, of corporate America. Then I moved back here. Once I moved to South Florida, it actually really blew up because I had an, a managing team pick me up because they, they felt as if I wasn't getting my justice because they saw so much potential and I wasn't maximizing it. And so they helped me maximize my potential. Next thing you know, you know, I'm working with Chris Hemsworth. I'm doing all these other things. Next thing I'm on getting photo shoots here and, you know, working with GQ magazine and all these people are just starting to contact me. Celebrities contacting me through Insta media, social media and asking me to help them. I'm thinking, who the heck, who is this? I didn't even know some of these people's names, you know, because I wasn't really paying attention to that, that so as much because I was still working on building my own business. And then I launched my website, launched my programs, and it just kept taking off. And 
next thing you know, I'm going to events all across the country and speaking. At the, and when I did my first one, and to be honest with you, doing the stage speaking was lovely because I'm used to being on the stage from the bodybuilding. And I'm on stage with basically no clothes on, entertaining people. So that was very much, it was, it was easy to get on stage and speak to people. But now I had to speak, speak and educate versus just entertain. But it put it all together and it, and it worked out. And it's been working well ever since, you know. So I'm actually, you know, I look back and I think, man, why didn't I do that earlier? But, you know, the timing is always right on time. Exactly. So what you do right now looks like training clients. You have, you mentioned online courses or yes. programs. Yes. Okay. Speaking. Are you still competing? Yes. Actually, that is what I was getting ready for. There was a competition that I was supposed to be doing in Toronto, Canada on the, it was supposed to be in December, in September. Then this all happened and they started pushing it back. I do coaching and training. So coaching and training is different. Training is where I'm with a, a client and I'm just working on their training. You know, the body mecha mechanics and what have you, their cardio. Coaching is I'm doing everything, helping them with their nutrition, helping them with their their training, helping them with their posing and getting them prepped mentally for the stage or just life, whatever they got next going on. Then what I'm doing, Chris Hemsworth, I'm on his fitness app. It's called Center. And I'm one of the elite coaches on the app that he acquired together to work with him. And we coach people all across the globe, you know, so it's, it reaches old. It reaches all of his fans, you know, which he has over 50 million. There are people who, you know, have had in the back of their mind, they've been thinking about it for some time. Okay, New Year's resolution, whatever you want to call it, I'm going whole foods, plant-based or vegan. What tips do you have for someone who wants to start down that path on that journey who hasn't done it before? See, now this is a good question. I would say for people who are starting out, you have to just almost jump in and just start doing it. Because I think a lot of times we associate vegan with food that we've never had, but it's most of the food we eat anyway. You know, you eat potatoes, you eat greens, collard greens, broccoli, green beans, kale, sweet potatoes, um, yum, dumpling if you're Jamaican, bami if you're Jamaican, uh, <laughs> wheat fruits, you watermelon, strawberries, apples, bananas, pineapples. Most of these foods we're eating on a regular basis peanuts, almonds, Brazil nuts, walnuts, pecans, chickpeas, you know, black eyed peas, black beans, rice, yellow rice, brown rice, black rice, dirty rice, <laughs> pasta. There's so many different ways to eat when you're not eating meat, but I think the misconception is that you feel like you have to replace the meat. You know, how do I replace my chicken? You know, it's not a necessarily about replacing your chicken. It's about being able to just incorporate all these other foods without the meat involved. You know, because when we think about protein, we think it has to come from a fleshy type of substance. But protein is in everything. 99.9% .9 of fruits and vegetables contain protein. 
And a lot of times we don't forget that, or people don't know, a full-size watermelon, that's 28 grams of protein. Most people think of watermelon as a refreshing treat, you know, but you're getting protein from it as well, plus other amino acids and minerals and vitamins that you probably wouldn't get from that meat because it most meat doesn't contain micronutrients. It only contains macronutrients, so you're not fulfilling the cell. So I would say jump in, but take your time. Slowly wean yourself off because most people have been raised with this idea to eat the way they've been eating for so long that they it's hard for them to just change overnight so they can change a meal at a time. You know, you can wake up in the morning, a bowl of oatmeal with peanut butter and some raisins is vegan. You know, of course you can use water or almond milk, but there you go, there's the meal right there. <laughs> that's one meal that contains about 12 grams of protein, about 38, 45 grams of carbohydrates. You got fat from the peanut butter if you put peanut butter in it. But if you if you don't, you're gonna, your only fat source is gonna come from the, from the almond milk because oats don't have fat. So it's, there's a lot of different ways to incorporate it and, and experiment with, there's so many different veggies that are around that most people don't even know exist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think there's like a patience that people need to have too, because the American diet, typical American diet and the food that we typically eat or most people are brought up eating is addictive. So yes. you have to give yourself time like for your taste, your taste buds, your taste to change and to adjust to a different way of eating. Like you can't expect to eat like that one week. Right, right. And that's, I'm glad you brought that up because there's another point too. And I think a lot of times people that are very devout vegans, they are, they're, they're, they kind of demonize the foods that mimic the standard American diet. Say so for example, you got your hot dogs, your burgers, things like that. You know, you've heard of slutty vegan, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so those types of things. But those types of things have their place because they're, they're good transition foods for people who want to go that route of being plant-based vegan and they but they don't want to miss out on a burger it gives them an opportunity to really be to be able to truly replace a meal and not feel like they're missing out mm. you know you can say i'm at burgers tonight but it's gonna be vegan right <laughs> and, and then they're like oh man this is good you know so that just keeps them on that path towards i want to do more things and what ends up happening is they get they become more health conscious conscious of their of their health and they want to get better at it and even for me because i love those things but then you know you start as you get older you want to eat more veggies more fruits because you start to see the difference and feel better in your in your overall wellness and you're like man i like this and so you just keep it going right and plus it their low calorie density allows you to eat more of them you know what i mean you know, because if you eat a burger that's vegan, it's about as high as that burger that you just had, except for you just don't have the animal fat and saturated fat and the cholesterol to go with it. When I go to social gatherings, my friends, my family out to eat, I don't necessarily have the options. What do you say or how can someone who wants to keep up with this lifestyle but finds it challenging in social settings? Mm. Social settings are can be hard, especially if most of your social settings are surrounded by people who aren't doing the same thing. 
like what I tend to do sometimes is I'll just make sure I have eaten beforehand or I'll look at if we're going to a place that has food check their menu out prior to it to see if there's anything that I can change because the great thing about right now is a lot of companies are making changes in their menus to allow because they want everybody to be accommodated and that that just gives them more money you know and the only thing I saw that's harder about that for the sole vegan restaurant is that less and less people are going there because the vegan can now go out with everybody else to a place that <laughs> has a vegan option. When it comes to bodybuilding and that discipline for a show, because you mentioned the strong why behind it, what's yours? The I want to, so every time I compete, I want to show improvement. And as I show improvement, it shows that I'm being consistent in my training and my eating. You have to want it and understand that you spent 30, 40 years to this point. Don't expect to go vegan overnight unless you just have that mentality. And you're going to slip up. You know, That's why I don't even like the terminology being vegan or labeling it because then it places this, this rules and policies on you that if you mess up tomorrow, you're no oh, longer, snap. right? Yeah, you're no longer vegan. Oh shoot, I messed right. up. Like you know, so you know. Hopefully, one day, one of my desires is that it, there's no more labeling of it. It's just the way we are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the way it is. And you know, I think even when vegan terminology came around, I think people said, "Hey, man, we all mediators here. We did, we didn't talk like they were just mediators. They didn't call themselves, hey, 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 mediator." You know, it was just, hey, Jamaica, how are you doing? Once we can get around the label and just work on bettering your health, it's funny, we all know the better our health to eat more fruit and vegetables. That's crazy. But most people know this. Right. Increase, you increase your fruit and your veggie intake, drink more water. That's usually the first thing people say. For me, my why two years, because I, I went from overnight one day to the next threw everything out and oh yeah I had my slip-ups I have not had any animal flesh in almost two years I literally went from one day to the next awesome. and, but um you know I, I've had my pizzas um yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't been perfect um by any means we all have our journey but I will say you know it was health reasons you know, and I was going through this period where I was having some really bad autoimmune responses and mm. issues with the hair falling out and rashes and all of these things that nobody could put their finger on and want to treat the symptoms and not help you with the problem, right? And right. the only thing that my research led me to was food. And I mean, I think combined with other things, okay, how am I managing my yeah. stress? and you know, just decreasing the inflammation in my body. Well, here's what I need to get rid of because I was a very heavy meat eater and doing that typical bodybuilder diet. Very heavy. And then I just said, I don't want to feel like this anymore. And I threw it all out. And that, like, that has always been my why. Ah, gotcha. I don't want to get sick to the point that I have joint pain so bad I can't walk. Like, what is, mm. what is, like, it's not worth it for me to have some lemon pepper wings, right. you know, right. to feel like that. You know what I'm saying? So whatever that is, it's different for everybody. But I like that That's you true. said that, like, you have to have a strong why behind it. 
Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> well, tell, tell everyone how they can find you, connect with you, learn more, all the good stuff. Well, you can learn more. One thing, too, is yeah. there's a documentary that I'm a part of that I was very excited to be a part of, just being on, in any film at all. It's called From the Ground Up, and you can find it on different platforms like Amazon Prime, Vudu, and what have you. But it's from the ground from the ground up film.com. You can see the trailer and everything. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of them under Tori Washington. And Instagram is Tori.Washington. I also have a YouTube as well, Tori Washington official. So Awesome. Yeah. I'll make sure to link to all of that below in the show notes and look forward yes, to and my website, ToriWashington.com. And the website too. I'll make sure to put that down. And I'm looking forward to seeing the film because I haven't seen that. So that's great. Oh yeah, you know, it's 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 a little disappointing that I didn't get as much publicity as it as it earned because it was a very well put together film. And I feel like a lot of people when they watch it they like it because it doesn't come across pushy. Mm. It's very it's athlete oriented because the the producer the, pro, the producer he was an athlete himself and he decided to make the switch to being vegan and he wanted to find other athletes and how they're thriving and doing so well and figure it out and that's how he created this film awesome so it's really good I'm lo i look forward to checking it out well thank you so yeah, much yeah please i love your feedback on it Definitely absolutely appreciate it thank you I really love having conversations with other people who are vegans, whole food, plant-based. Like Tori said, let's get rid of the label. But one thing I will definitely say is out of the three people who have been living and eating this way for 15 years or more, they all look amazing. <laughs> Remember, if you wanna head down this path, make sure you have your why, but go ahead, connect with Tori, check out some of his tips. He had some great ones if you're planning to go vegan right now in the new year or just get healthier there's no harm in doing it so until next time i hope you stay happy stay healthy oh yeah and connect with me on linkedin youtube facebook instagram all the good stuff those links are down below